captivating landscapes, flawless tobaccos, elegant presentation. Introducing Pure Origin. At JR Cigar, our innovative team is on a journey for unrivaled flavors and enriching experiences. Along that path, we discovered new, distinctive, and groundbreaking tobaccos from the furthest reaches of the earth and are bringing them right to your home. The intentions are pure, the process is pure, the origin is pure. JR Pure Origin. Smoke Night Live is brought to you in part by Espinosa Premium Cigars. Amp up your daily smoke with Espinosa Premium Cigars' signature Nicaraguan character. Whether you're a Maduro maniac, a Habano junkie, or simply looking to dial your flavor intensity to 11, smoke Espinosa every day. Oh my goodness, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. It's Smoke Night Live. This is episode 391. Welcome to the show. Thanks for everybody tuning in on the Facebook and the YouTubes. Both those. Both of those things. Platforms. The Facebooks, the YouTubes, wherever you're watching us. Thank you so much. Uh, make sure to uh, click like and share the show. Subscribe. Do, Do all it. those kind of things because guess what, guys? If you like and you share and you subscribe, if you right now, if you share the show to your own timeline, guess what? That helps uh, Smoke Night Live continue on. And it's I don't know what how many years we the dojo's been around eleven. How long has Smoke Night Live been around? It's probably twenty thirteen we started. So nine, ten years, Ooh. something like that. Yeah, guys. That's a lot of episodes. I gotta say, yeah, three hundred ninety one to be precise. But who's counting? I'm not. <laughs> Apparently, you are, my friend. I'm not counting, guys. Last week was Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest, and I got to say, it was the best Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest of all time, especially the dojo events leading up to the actual festival. It was so amazing. The guys that flew in just for, for dojo uh, events, Dochella, the beer tour, the block party on Friday night, I, I, I can't Full thank force. you guys enough. I know a lot of you guys are watching right now, but uh, Jordan, folks were bringing in, you know, bottles of bourbon. They were now bringing we have in too bottles, many bottles of bourbon of in the studio. No, Thanks a lot, guys. Never Come have. On, that's, not true. that's not true. We never <laughs> ever have too much. But I want to thank all of those guys for uh, all the dojo guys for showing up. I think we had a good time. I hope you guys had a good time. I know uh, I did. Uh, it was incredible. But I have to do some special thanks, Jordan. Ooh. Special thanks uh, to the guys, some some folks that really made it, it all happen last week because it was it was a what four days worth of just uh, absolute fun, debauchery, debauchery, you name it. First of all, I want to thank the fine folks at Smoker Friendly for putting on Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. It is by far, I mean, it is one of the top three events that you'll ever ever go to uh it's a beauty it's so well run jordan oh they run that fest the they run that festival like a well-oiled machine somehow it seems busier every year even though i, I think they're at max capacity like it's the same yeah. amount of people but it just seems even busier it was, it was hopping i gotta thank uh danny 
uh, Smoker Friendly. I also got to thank Thomas Bliss. Uh, Thomas brought his team out um, to our party on Thursday to sell uh, Pagoda. pagodas, which sold out almost instantly. And that, that, you know, that was that really meant a lot. Those guys coming down. They're right in the middle, Jordan. They've got events going on that whole entire week. Oh, yeah. With their, uh, their, their, their own shops. Their retailer, retail partners, the uh, franchisees. So they're right in the middle of all of that. And then Thomas Bliss, he puts together a team. They come down here and they sell some pagodas and they hung out for a while. I think next year. I feel uh, like they went the extra mile. Abe Pagoda. Abe Pagoda. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, I also want to thank uh, Scott Brayband at Trinity Cigar Lounge for setting up his cigar lounge out front. And then he did it again on Friday night for the block party. It, it really did make a huge difference the last two years, if you think about it, Jordan, because mm-hmm. on Friday night, both years in a row, last two years in a row, it rained. Oh, yeah. And so, like, there was so many people packed into Trinity Cigar Lounge uh, both of those nights. Good to have a couple different places to go. Oh, it was great. It was perfect. I got to thank George and Eddie and Scott Colasare and all of the guys at uh, Camacho because they not only uh, put on the Friday night block party, but they also sponsored the beer tour this year that was uh, – we couldn't have made it as amazing as it was. And let me say, Matt, the ride back from the final <laughs> brewery was the most fun 28 minutes of my life. They say you can't have too much fun. I think – I think I may have had too much fun. <laughs> it, was, it was the best. We were swinging – Singing Sweet Caroline. Oh, singing, getting a little singing, rowdy. We were doing it all. Everybody on the bus, every single person on that bus was singing at the top of their lungs for all of those songs. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, I also want to thank uh, Terrence Riley and Fabian Ziegler, Aganorsalif, because uh, we did the uh, Pagoda Cigar with those boys. And Fabian, he cooked brats for every brats. single person that wanted one. At the uh, dojo party on Thursday night, which was really cool, Fabian just out there cooking in his in his cooking He's gear. In his element. They brought the brats. They brought the all of the uh, accoutrements. Is, Accoutrement. that the, is that the right word? Yeah, the accoutrements. Uh, they brought all that stuff. That was amazing. I want to thank Fred Rui. Fred was one of the few guys that was there, sort of like every single moment, even all the way Jordan and through the very end. throughout through the tailgate party. He tailgate was there party. till the end of the tailgate party, which turned into a uh, Sort of a name that tune uh, sort of a thing. And we're going to get into Ooh. some name that tune in this episode. Uh, that's a little uh, segue. A little teaser. I want to thank Patrick Larkin. Patrick, he brought a ton of bourbon. He also brought some prizes that we didn't get to hand out because the, the Cornhole Tournament got delayed till next worry, year because it was raining. I took them for myself, as you should. You it know. was raining. I got to thank Mickey Pegg for uh, the burritos on Sunday, uh, Saturday morning. That was incredible. Not only that, but he... Hung out the entire time. Eric Espinoza was a huge part. Uh, he helped us out on Thursday night. I'm not going to get into why, but he did. Uh, Tommy Lazuka bought a round. He bought a round of beers. So did Terrence Riley. So did, um, uh, sorry. Saka? Saka? No, it was. Uh, yeah, he did. It was, I thought it was Terrence Riley. You, you said uh, it. Saka. Oh, Saka. Oh, there was four rounds. Steve Saka bought a round. Mickey. Terrence Riley bought a round. Mickey bought a round and Lazuka bought a round. So thank you to all of you guys for that. That was super nice. And then I want to thank my own dojo crew, Randy Griggs, for doing all of what he did, helping clean up, helping set up all that. Chad T. Chad, he was an amazing uh, part of this past weekend. Thank you, Chad, for that. And, of course, 
Matt, Connor, and last but not, I already thanked Scotty uh, for training the cigar lines, but I got to thank Sarah, uh, Jordan's wife, beautiful wife, Sarah, for being so kind crazy party. <laughs> to uh, allow us to take over her house on Thursday night. That was and um, I feel like we got to give credit. We didn't get to do the cornhole tournament because of the rain, but uh, I feel like Tanner and and Kevin probably would have won it. They they were undefeated in the night that we were actually playing cornhole. So, uh, you know, like they're like if there was a if there a was placeholder kind of a thing. Yeah, they were um, phenomenal in that. Uh, they were Tearing phenomenal in that uh, uh, the Saturday night. Uh, what do you call that? The tailgate part. Tailgate, so, cornhole, unbeatable. Thank you guys, seriously, from the bottom of my heart. Um, it was an amazing week, and uh, I can't wait for next year now. I'm so pumped. I think we've... I think we've, it was the best one ever. I think we've really started to kind of like uh, uh, narrow this down to to making the, the best parts the best parts. Right. And this week, or this past week, this past year was absolutely incredible. All right, folks, this is Smoke Night Live uh, like I said, this is episode 391, and we have a guest on. One of my, he, there's no doubt in my mind, Jordan. No, that this is one of the most loved guys. Oh, yeah. in the entire I industry, love him. nobody does. There's not a. I've never ever in my life talked to a guy that's like, oh, that guy. He's a, <laughs> he's a piece of work. He's no. on both lists. Bro. He's on both lists. <laughs> this guy is one of the most loved, most friendly, most genuine people that you'll ever meet in the entire industry. The head of product capability for Tabacalera USA. And coolest title. And coolest title of all time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Raphael Nadal. Raphael, welcome back to Smoke Night Live, my friend. Oh, wow. With that introduction. By the way, you haven't met my ex-wife. Because if you talk to my ex-wife, you will <laughs> be saying something different. But anyway. <laughs> or my wife, anyway. <laughs> Thank you for having me here, guys. Oh, we couldn't uh, we couldn't be more happy to have you on the show, my friend. Um, we've had we had you on. Uh, I don't know, maybe it was a year or two ago. I can't remember. And you told your entire story. We're not going to go through the entire story again because we've already told it on the show. But it yeah. was one of the most yeah, yeah. heartwarming, amazing stories of how you came from Cuba to the United States. And when you first got off, when you first got off the boat, the people there they handed you a Coca Cola and an apple. And you were like, for the rest of my life, I will love Coca-Cola and an apple. Uh, Raphael, that was an amazing story. And I still do. I still do. I don't have the, the apple as often as I should, but uh, the Coke I do. But now I put it with rum, right? Hey, now I, put it, I mix it with rum mostly. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, listen, bye, guys. Thank you for having me here. And by the way, I am so sorry I couldn't make it to the to the to the this last weekend big event of the Rocky Mountain uh, Cigars uh, Festival. I wish, but I had some family events that I had to do. Uh, but I, I wow, sounds fantastic. I saw the pictures. I was so envious seeing you guys. I saw the picture with Espinosa, with Raleigh, and all these huge things, guys. Wow, what an amazing time! Congratulations, eh? Now, Rafael, um, I gotta say, I, I asked this question to pretty much every guest that comes on this show. But I'm, I want to ask it again to you because I feel like you're one of the guys that still to this day, and I, I know I, I, a lot of guys would, would agree with this, but, but maybe you more than anybody, you still f could take the time to sit out on your deck by the ocean with a beautiful drink and a beautiful cigar, and you just take the time to still enjoy cigars. So my question to you is, is 
is it is it difficult to sort of separate yourself from the industry for a little while, set out on your deck, and just enjoy a cigar for what a cigar should be? No, 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 no. It's it's you know, it's a good question though. But I am in the industry because I love the cigars. It's it's part of the lifestyle. It's part of what I enjoy, and uh, and those are moments that give me pause and give me time to think to uh, enjoy. Uh, it is true because you know this this become works right so something that we like it becomes work but i'm here in the industry because i love cigars i love everybody's cigars i love amazing cigars in the in the market and uh, i do like to enjoy it so it is a little bit different i am um, uh, although yes it becomes work and i smoking right now blends that we're going to release maybe in two years from now or next year um so that's that's work but I always take the time to enjoy, to enjoy the moment, and enjoy some fantastic cigars. Yeah, yeah, I, I still do. Now I just saw uh, Johnny Reamer posting from Johnny Smokes Uncut, and uh, big news in the month of September. There's going to be a whole bunch of stuff going on with Johnny Smokes Uncut and their uh, amazing uh, Facebook group. By the way, there's there's a ton of crossover uh, with uh, Dojo and Johnny Smokes Uncut because Johnny. He, he's 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 a dojo guy at heart, and Old we're school dojo guy. we're kind of like uh, uh, Johnny Smokes uh, guys at heart as well. We love their group. There, there's going to be some prizes. There's going to be some exciting stuff going on this month. Uh, Raphael, uh, when 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 you're part of this community, I know you've done us some stuff with Johnny and, and Johnny Smokes Uncut. This is just this community. What, what when they get behind you and they get to know you personally. That makes all the difference in the world. I think that maybe there's some, you know, cigar folks out there that don't realize that it's 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 if you can connect, you know, with the community, they will connect right back with you. If you give them love, they'll give you love right back. No, absolutely. And I know you guys are the sponsor this month and they have been announcing and uh, and promoting this show and I appreciate it because they become very good friends. Uh, actually, we were friends before they started uh, the, that community and I like to say I was the first first guest during the pandemic that did the show and I think if I'm not mistaken I don't most uh, I don't I, I'm the guest that have done more of their shows uh, live um, uh, in, in their community because I love and Candy and Glenn they all amazing friends that become friends and become family and and but but you know you know, this is what the cigar industry is all about, right? Um, because we enjoy the cigars, but I just we just finished in our company a research, and we we were uh, asking people where, how do they like to smoke the cigar, when, and things like that. And the number one question, number one answer, I'm sorry, number one answer was, people enjoy the cigar when they are with friends and family. And that's what cigar is all about, and that's why it is amazing. Even separated, like you guys are there, and and they are in the, in Pennsylvania and New Jersey and all that, and all over the place. We love each other, and that's why we're here. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's an amazing thing. All right, let's go around the horn and 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 talk about what we're smoking real quick. I am smoking the brand new uh, Monte Cristo 1935 anniversary anniversary. Uh, Diamante, Diamante, is that is that how you say it? Diamante, Diamante. yeah, Diamond, Diamond, but Diamante, right. Edición Diamante, yeah, 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 yeah. This this is an absolutely delicious cigar. We'll talk a little bit more about it as the show goes on. Jordan, what do you got smoking tonight? Uh, 
I haven't cut it up yet, but I got the Asian Room Quattro Nicaragua Sonata. About to light this guy up. And Maddie in go. our studio audience. Great what man. you got there, Matt? I am smoking the same thing as you, and so far I agree. This thing is delicious. Absolutely delicious. What do you got? Are you are you smoking anything tonight, uh, Raphael? <laughs> I'm always smoking. By the way, I just <laughs> finished an amazing dinner with some amazing wines, and uh, I took 20 minutes nap because I really needed to <laughs> set up again. But anyway, so I just light up uh, my Aging Room Cuatro Nicaragua uh, Sonata, the new one. Those two, the Monte Cristo Nicaragua 1935 anniversary uh, edition Diamante. It's a mouthful, very long term, very long names. Uh, and the Sonata are two of the newest releases that we just uh, came out at the PCA show. And uh, we just we just came out with those two cigars. So I'm glad you, well, hopefully you guys enjoy it. But uh, the listeners and the viewers, try those cigars because uh, truly, you know, we make blends and we always making different blends and new blends and what have you. And, and we have had some success lately and we always try and, oh my God, the next one, you always, you always in a nerve wracking when we're going to come up with a new blend because, you know, you have to outdo the, the next, the last one. And uh, so far, so far has been, uh, has been a good ride. Yeah. So looking forward to the continuation of that. You know, uh, Raphael, one of the things that I appreciate so much about what you do and about what Altidus does, I, I think it would be easy for a, a big sort of a conglomerate like Altidus, like they are. It would be it would be sort of easy to sort of rest on your laurels to say, oh, here's the Monte Cristo. You know, this is a huge brand. Here's H. Upman. Here's this huge brand. Uh, here's a cigar. Da da da. But it really it really seems like the way you guys have set things up with the company and the maestros and whatnot that you really do you know have you really do care about the end product like ultimately if the cigar isn't something that you personally you know can't be proud of like it's just not going to come out like i feel like you guys really do go the extra mile you know to make sure that the cigars that we get as consumers are a quality product hey listen we try it and a lot of people are doing that and everybody i believe is doing that so it's a difficult thing uh, especially you know you mentioned it's a big company but you at the beginning yeah, at the beginning of the show you uh you are advertised the new the new um uh, jr um the new jr cigars that we have been doing for that uh and you know it for example, that particular cigar, something that we worked so hard. We Grand got Volcano, tobaccos yeah. from Ometepo, the Gran Volcano de Ometepe. By the way, we're working on the next release that it should be coming soon. Uh, and, and you know, that origin. So it's, it's a project that we we decided to do with tobaccos from different parts of the world. Unique origins, right? And unique tobacco and things like that. So we, you know, the, the, the slogan of our company is... Uh, is uh, history and innovation and uh, tradition and innovation and and that is what we have to do because yeah you want to respect the traditions uh, you know and Tabacalera although it's a big company and it has over 600 years of history it's a lot of history you know it's uh, the number one uh, cigar company the first cigar company in the world and uh, and they they continue with that and that uh, innovation is part 
I think it's part of the DNA and something that I'm proud that my president of Tabacalero USA, uh, Javier Estade, hopefully he's listening. So he, you know, uh, I'm mentioning his name. Good, Javier, thank you. He has allowed me to dream, right? And to allow us to, to do our thing. And, um, and uh, we, just, we just dream big. That's it. Uh, Rafael, how do you, how do you, um, uh, speaking of innovation, which you just mentioned, in the tobacco industry and premium cigars specifically, um, it's, you know, there's this huge, this long history and, and sort of like premium cigars have, you know, a profile that it, it should have like a certain type of profile, but at the same time you want to innovate. How, how can you innovate and then balance the, the tradition? How do you innovate and balance at the same time? time making products that 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 you that you know are going to be good to the end consumer but you're also trying new things at the same time is it is it tricky to not like go too far off the reservation eric that's a great question my friend i think that's one of the best questions i've ever been asked because uh, that is the key right so you want you want traditions you know you want tradition that it goes for a long time you want the innovation and then they meet in the middle and 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 uh, if one i believe if one is more important than the other it doesn't work um, because innovation for the sake of innovation it just doesn't work and you have to respect the tradition but let's be frank. Uh, let's be frank. Our our palate changes. Uh, their new origins of tobacco. Their new varieties of tobacco. So providing the the new uh, flavors, new experiences, new new areas of, of 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 experiences for the consumer is a key. But you're right. You don't want to be right there uh, and and so and i done it i done it personally i did when i was independently i did the uh, oliveros excel for me that was like way ahead of the time and things like that so we know that uh there has to be a time and a moment and we're constantly looking but it, it's the most difficult one it's the most difficult one because uh I, I have to tell you, I don't know what the formula is. I know that it's good <laughs> when I see it, right? When we see it, it's, it's right there. Uh, we know it, but uh, it's, 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 it's hard. But for the moment, it's looking at new varieties, new new origins, and always pushing. Uh, and by the way, we're not the only one. Eh? We're not the only one. Everybody's trying to do that. And I think as an industry, we all do a great job of of uh of doing that now uh rafael um you've been in the industry long enough to know and uh, even me i've i've only really been in the industry for 11 years but i'm i'm able to see the the change in the consumer palette right like you know like ultimate you know uh, back in the day like the cane double arrow right like that was oh double arrow like this and then there was like uh you know the lfd chisel was sort of a strong like there was some strong cigars kind of coming into the into play, and then eventually, like, like strong cigars. That was sort of what everybody wanted. It wasn't just uh, it wasn't just like a one off here or there. It was like everybody wanted the double, triple the hero. So, how do you sort of like you know stay in tune with the consumer palate to make sure that you're sort of like on that edge, but yet you know also pleasing those 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 new desires from the consumer? Well, uh, man, you're. Asking great question tonight. You're you're in a role. That's fantastic because you know that is a key. That's what that I is a key. I, I oh, well, you're doing a good job. Uh, when I when I started, right, uh, you know, let's say 25 years ago, 
if you had a new consumer that was coming to the to the industry, normally they will start with a very mild cigar, and then you know normally or a flavor cigar, they move to the mild cigar, and then they continue evolving, right? And then uh, th there was a time where people were moving to a very very strong cigars. I remember. Uh, I remember one time when we were working on blends and what have you, and people would tell me, oh, this is a great cigar. It made me sick, and I vomit, and it was a great cigar. I said, ah, how can it be a great cigar, you know, if it makes you sick? So what, what, what I think has happened, the new consumers are looking for, are more developing the palate a little bit faster than before. So you don't have a lot of new consumers looking for that mild cigar. Um, necessarily, and 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 now they're not looking for the stronger, more a stronger cigar. They're looking for complexity, for flavor, for aromas, and that is is a challenge uh, because you know you you working on this this area and. Uh, and, and you have to provide that, and that, that is the most difficult thing. So because you know, have a mild cigar that starts like this, less complexity, very mild. As the as the cigar goes goes stronger, stronger, it becomes more complex. But later on, if you continue that strong body, it just loses complexity uh, because it's like putting salt in a in a, you know. I, you know I love to eat and I love to cook. So you put a little bit of salt and you and you enhance those flavors. But you put too much salt and there is like salty. That's it. You don't taste anything else. That that happened with the strength. And and that is the key to work on that. Very difficult. Everybody's pushing it a little bit and the, and then you know it's taking at the end, Eric, it's taking the, the consumer in a journey, right? Of flavors and experiences. And that's what we try to do. All right, folks, get this. Uh, when we come back from a uh, commercial, we are going to do some Name That Tune with Raphael because he is he is a talented musician. Uh, if you don't know already, he, he knows his stuff. And so we're going to play some Name That Tune uh, after the commercial break, and it's going to be a ton of fun. We'll see how much Raphael knows, and you guys can compete alongside Raphael and you see if you can beat him to the punch on the name that tune after the break. But folks, until then, remember, this show is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes, plus a large selection of cigar accessories. Enjoy the best prices on your favorite brands, such as Romeo y Julieta, Monte Cristo, Crown Heads, Davidoff, Espinosa, and many more. Make sure to try one of their exclusive lines, such as the Drew Estate Nightshade, or the limited edition Cigar Dojo 10th Anniversary Champagne by Perdomo. Celebrate over 50 years of excellence and stock up on your favorite cigars today. Smoke Night Live is also brought to you by Espinosa Premium Cigars. Espinosa Cigars was the Cigar Dojo's first ever Cigar of the Year winner. Since then, they have consistently placed their cigars on our coveted year-end list, placing more than any other brand in the last decade. Whether crafting full-bodied Maduros at the San Latino factory, whipping up zesty Habanos at the fan-favorite La Zona factory, or serving up knuckle sandwiches with Guy Fieri, Espinosa packs the flavor that craft cigar fanatics crave. 
get in the Lazona state of mind with hit releases such as the 601 Blue, Espinosa Habano, Murcielago, Knuckle Sandwich, or the opulent orange treat that Eric Espinosa has dubbed Clarange. With the lineup this good, you will have no excuse but to smoke Espinosa every day. Folks, this is episode 391 of Smoke Night Live. We are chatting with none other than industry legend Rafael Nodal. We're hanging out, having some fun. Jordan, how is that Sonata treating you right now, my friend? I was muted again. Dang it. Uh, stinking tasty. Uh, more uh, medium body than the original, I would say. Uh, getting a lot of good, like sourdough bread kind of tangy uh sort of nose to it digging it matt how is your the diamante going it's really good i a lot of classic uh leathery earthy spices a little bit of something that's numbing my tongue the retro is perfect on this cigar yeah this is this uh monte cristo 1935 anniversary anniversary i always go to say anniversario i guess that's okay right <laughs> yeah, i can say that Diamante. If you haven't seen this in your local shop, make sure that they carry it because it is a phenomenal cigar. Rafael, how's your cigar going, my friend? Phenomenal. Mine is good. I think that makes uh, the blending of the flavors with the rum uh, enhances anything. So this is getting better because of the rum. Yeah. <laughs> rum makes all cigars better. Hey, uh, Rafael, before we get into name that tune, and I know I'm throwing I'm throwing this at you. You didn't even know we were going to do this, but um, <laughs> no, at, at the, no, at the PCA show this summer. Uh, we decided we were just going to do reels, right? We we're going to do 90-second reels on Instagram instead of our regular long-form interviews. And so we would go to each booth and we'd say, like, all right, so you guys got to describe your, you know, what you're pitching in less than 90 seconds. But when we went to see Raphael at the Altidus booth, he was like, I got four things I want to talk about. And I was like, okay, then, so you got, like, uh, 20 seconds or whatever, 18, 15 seconds or whatever. And, dude, you... Raphael, you nailed it. You were so on point <laughs> with every single one. Like, bam, 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 bam. You just you, you had, like, a, this perfect little spiel. But let's talk about the four that you talked about. Uh, we're, we got the Sonata, the Monte Cristo. You talked about an H. Upman. I can't think of the fourth. But uh, the, 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 the stuff that you were showing at the show, give us a real quick rundown of what guys should be looking for in their shop this summer. Right. Uh, well, thank you. You know, I think that the timing has to do with amount many different things that I've done in my life because when you know when you are when you come from another country you have to do whatever it is and I have been one to do whatever it needs to and I was in a radio uh, doing doing radio in Spanish uh, Univision actually Univision radio doing doing radio and I have to tell you you have the clock right and you come you you know you become like uh, timing is, is part of your of your mentality because you know so I become became good at that so uh, but it's hard for me to say hello in 90 seconds, by the way. <laughs> yeah. My hellos are like two minutes. But anyway, so, yeah, we did the A. Shortman, the A. Shortman uh, uh, Banker. Uh, um, it's, it's, it's a new edition of the Banker, which is, uh, is, is doing fantastic. It's, it's fuller body than the, the others. The, it's called Day Traders. It's a new version of the Banker. 
and that comes from our Tabacalera de Garcia, our group of maestros there doing an amazing, amazing job. We also talk a little bit about the Trinidad, the Trinidad uh, Espiritu. Uh, We had a beautiful, beautiful humidor because we're coming up with a new Trinidad Espiritu soon. And then obviously the Aging Room Cuatro uh, sonata, my own sonata, which is uh, you know a musical term, my my dedicated to the amazing land of Nicaragua, the land of volcanoes and and lakes, and then this one that you're smoking, the Monte Cristo 1935 edition Diamante, is a follow up to the 1935. It's a it's a little bit more mellow with a little bit more flavors, it's subtle flavors and something that enhances enhances the the experience. I think. Yeah, I would say this, uh, this this Monte Cristo is a very approachable cigar. Uh, would be one that I think would go really, really good with rum, which you which you have, uh, Rafael. I'm drinking bourbon myself, which I always drink. But um, this would be a very nice cigar to have, maybe either pre or post dinner with a, a nice glass of rum. Absolutely, a phenomenal cigar. But you brought phenomenal. up the Sonata, and so that brings us to music. I think it's time to play some Name That Tune, Raphael. <laughs> well, I have to tell you, I have the worst one for that. No, you're not. You're going to do good at this, I can tell you right now. So here's how, here's how it works. Raphael, I'm going to read some lyrics. And I'm not going to read them the way they were sung. I'm just going to read them. And then you guys, if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, post. Here's what we want is the name of the, the, name of the song. Raphael, you can just shout it out if you if you get it, and then if you want to, you can um, you can also include uh, like who is best known for singing this particular song. We have that as well. But the main thing is pick the name of the song. Do your best, Raphael, to name this song. Now I picked all songs that I think are in my genre and yours as well Raphael these are some of the classics of all time oh, no, these are no. some of the classics I'm waiting, of all time I'm waiting for Will I'm waiting for Will Cooper to send me the text I'm just <laughs> sending Will Will you need to help me with this <laughs> now Jor- Jordan and Matt neither one of you guys know these I don't know I was going to ask can I play I you can play nothing. you can play uh, but let's let Raphael have his chance first and then the people on Facebook and YouTube they can also chime in in the comment section. All right, here's the very first one. It goes like this. I'm just gonna read it as deadpan as possible, all right? Do, oh, you're William Shatner. I'm basically William Shatner. All right, here it goes. Let me sing forevermore. You are all I long for, all I worship and adore. In other words, please be true. In other words, I love you. Wow. I, I, I have to tell you, let me see forevermore. I, uh, I I know it has to be f- fly to the moon. Fly Yo, there we go. to the moon. Did anybody beat Raphael? Like, no. he, he was fast. Didn't have a guess. He was fast on that one. Yes, fly me to the moon. In other words, in other words, hold yeah. my hand. <laughs> in other words. And, and that was best known, uh, by the way, also Raphael got this, it's best known, sung by Frank Sinatra. It was written in 1954 by Bart Howard, ladies and gentlemen. Bart oh, Howard. Classic oh, wow. Bart. Classic Bart. So Raphael is... Okay, uh, we can finish, we can finish the show. I am done. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, here we go. Number two. There's five of these, folks. Five of these. Here we go. Next one. If I had it in my power, I'd arrange for every girl to have your charms. Then every minute, every hour, every boy would find what I found in your arms. Wow. We going back. We going back. Read, Is that I'll, uh, read, it, I'll read it again. If I had it in my power, I'd arrange for every girl to have your charms. Then every minute, every hour, every boy would find what I found in your arms. Name that tune. Everybody loves somebody sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Who's most famous for singing that, Raphael? Uh, Dean, Dean, Dean. Uh, oh, God. Was, uh, Who's better than Dean Martin, Raphael? Dean Martin. That's, that's uh, yeah, the classic, eh? That was written. Oh, wow. I, I have, that's it, guys. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. This is an amazing evening. <laughs> Good night, everybody. He's killing it. I, I, that one didn't even register for that me. That was uh, written in 1947 uh, by Irving you Taylor. You have to be old. You have to be old. And Ken Lane. Irving Taylor and Ken Lane. Thank you for an amazing song. All right, this is number three, Raphael. You ready? You're so far. You're two and zero. Oh. He's killing it. You're killing it. That's, oh, it. No, that's it. I know. I'm not ready, but let's do it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Number three. We'll meet beyond the shore. We'll kiss just as before. Happy we'll be beyond the sea, and never again I'll go sailing. Somewhere. Wow. Oh, Jordan. Beyond the sea. Jordan. I think maybe Jordan got that one. Oh. That's a great song, eh? That's a yeah. great song, eh? Raphael, can you name the artist that was most famous for that song? Well, I mean, you know, look at the voice, Louis Strong. No, is that it? <laughs> that was Bobby Darren. Oh, oh there you go. I, I was going to say, Bobby Darren. <laughs> so get this, guys. The original, <laughs> the, the original version of that was a, uh, a French song called La Mer. And it was by Charles oh, Tennant. Uh. But then it was popularized by Bobby Darren in 1959. And he, they turned the uh, French uh, song about the sea into sort of a love song. And so Bobby Darren, Beyond the Sea, he died too young, Raphael. <sighs> died too young. Yes. He, hey! What a crew. Yes, what, yes. well, what, a, what a voice. Well, I have to tell you, and, and by the way, just like uh, My Way was also a French song. Eh? It's, uh, so there's uh, some of those French songs that they have converted into, uh, into fantastic yeah. uh, editions of American songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, number four. This might be a little trickier. Uh, name Ooh. the song. Name the song. Name the uh, artist that was most famous artist. for this particular song. Here we go. I'll go it alone. That's how it must be. I can't be right for somebody else. If I'm not right for me, I gotta be free. I've gotta be free. Daring to try to do it or die. I've gotta wow. be. <laughs> what is he gonna say? Me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> help help will will come on where is where is will cooper i'll go it alone that's how it must be i can't be right for somebody else if i'm not right for me i gotta be free i've gotta be free daring to try to do it or die i've gotta be me wow 
That sort of gives it is away. Is it just called I've Gotta Be Me? It is called the, I've Gotta Be Me. At the end of there, you were you know, hesitant. All right, now who's, who's gotta most famous? Be me. Who's most famous for I've Gotta Be Me? Oh. One of my favorite uh, audience, what, what audience a, contribution. Mike Kaken says, is it a Rob Zombie song? No, no, I got it. I got it. Sammy Davis. Sammy Davis. Sammy Davis. There you go. Will. Hey. Will. Thank you. No, no, no. That was Will. That was all Will. <laughs> Coop. Thank yes. you. Thank you, Coop. Thank you. I've, I've got to be me. That Good job. Good job. So that's sort of like half Jordan, half Raphael. I'm going to give a half a point to Jordan. No, 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 no. That was all. That was a half him and half Will Coop. I've, I've got to be me appeared in the Broadway musical Golden Rainbow, which starred Steve Lawrence and Edie Gourmet, a famous duo. Uh, music and lyrics for the musical were composed and written by Walter Marks in 1967. That's two years Holy after man. I was born, Raphael. So old. You know, so you old. see, that's that's you see what happened. Those are very young sons for me, right? So you, we need to go back to the 40s and 50s. You know, you have <laughs> something there. All right, now the last one we've got tonight is a bit of a controversial. It's a bit of a controversial song. All right. Ooh. Here we go. Last one. The guy get me too or something. No, you'll, you'll, you'll see why. You'll see why. As we go. Here it is, number five. Uh, name that tune, Jordan. Ever since that night we've been together, lovers at first sight, in love forever. It turned oh out so my God. right. No, 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 no. That's it. That's for, it. It turned out so right for strangers in the night. Oh, we've we been go. together. Da 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 da. It turned out so right for the strangers in the night. No, no, I, I love that song. Now, uh, there's a lot of people who have sung this song, obviously, but it's it was written for a specific artist. Does anybody know the specific artist it was written for? Well, it was. Let's let's talk about Frank Sinatra. But uh, yeah, naturally, it. it was written for so. Yeah, no, it's an amazing song. He made it very famous, obviously, and that and that song, you know, and that voice and, and that. Uh, and I love that song. That's one that I play in the piano all the time. I think that was one about the first song that I was. I didn't have to play. You know, it was not a classical uh, piece, but for me, it was. And I, I, I just fell in love with the melody and everything else. Strangers on the night. The one that was supposedly written by Abba? All right, so guys, get this. Yes, 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 Abba, yes. Here's the thing. So this song gets credited to uh, Bert Camfort, um, and the English lyrics were by Charles Singleton and Eddie Schneider. But it's a controversy because our own cigar industry legend, Avo Uvazian, in an interview with the New York Times, Avo discussed the origins of Strangers of the Night, saying that he had composed the song specifically for Frank Sinatra while in New York. And at the request of a mutual friend who wanted to introduce the two, he wrote the melody, after which someone else added the lyrics and the song was originally titled Broken Guitar. Uvazian pre presented the song to Sinatra a week later, but Sinatra did not like the lyrics. So they rewrote the lyrics, and the song became Strangers in the Night. When asked, Camfort claimed that he had composed the tune. Uvazian noted that Camfort was a friend of his and in the industry, so Uvazian asked him to publish the German version of the song in Germany in order that the two could split the profits. 
because Uvesian thought he would not receive royalties in the U U.S. Uvesian said that when he gave the music to Camfort, the lyrics had been already revised and the song retitled. Uvesian claimed that Camfort had given him a letter acknowledging that Uvesian actually was the composer of the song. Can you guys believe that? Avo, our Avo cigars. Whoa! The guy that we all know and love, Avo, who sadly passed away it's a, a few years ago, he was the the author of that song, as far as I can tell, uh, Raphael. No, no, and he told me that himself. Avo was a very good friend. We spent a lot of time in Camp David in Santiago uh, when I was studying. We used to stay both. We used to uh, stay at, uh, at, at Gran Admirante, and then one day he said, no, no, you need to try this other place. And we started staying at Camp David. We spent a lot of time. He told me that. Not only that, when you actually look at, you buy the music sheet, right, like I did to learn the song, it is come credited to both of them on the on the lyrics, mm. on the on the actual music sheet. So yeah, yeah, it's come credit to both both of them. Amazing story. Isn't that, a, that's incredible, right? <laughs> that is such a cool story that, that, that it has this amazing cigar connection. Well, that is it. Oh, no, 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 listen. No, go ahead. No, no, what I was going to say that I, you know, I always wanted to have a number one cigar, which I wanted to have a number two cigar. And now because of Ernesto Cacarrillo, I want to have another number one, another number two. And now I need to have a son that is as famous as that. So I still, you know, I still have goals. Um, folks, uh, if you guys uh, participated in the Wayback Wednesday contest uh, this week, we're going to have uh, our guest. Raphael picked the winner of the contest uh, at the end of the show here. But, Raphael, before we get to the uh, contest entries, which is an amazing contest. It was hundreds of entries. Thank you guys for participating. That was a ton of fun. Somebody's going to win some cigars tonight, Jordan, which will oh, be baby. amazing. But before we get there, Raphael, who are some of your um, mentors, some of the guys that you look up to in the cigar industry, some of the folks that have helped you along the way to become you know, to, to where you are today, obviously you're, you're, you're thought of as one of the, you know, the greatest uh, blenders in the industry. You've had uh, number one cigars on Cigar Aficionado. I mean, you've, you've sort of done it all, but what are some of the guys that sort of like has, have helped you along the way to, to get you to where you are right now? Listen, if you see my humidor here at home, I have, uh, you know, the, like, like the greatest hit, hits of all my idols. And, and you mentioned the champagne, right? Before, and you guys did the, the version of the champagne. As, and I told the story I, in the industry because I met Nick Perdomo one day. February 23rd of 1999, I met Nick Perdomo. And I bought my first box of cigars. I smoked my first cigar with him, his wife, Janine, his father, his two brothers-in-law. It was just an amazing day. And, and so Nick is a person that I hold right, right there. The champagne is an amazing accomplishment. And then you have people that I've always looked and we actually very friends and they have been idols of mine. I tried most of their new blends and, 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 and they tried some of mine. Uh, Ernesto Perez Carrillo. It's, uh, it's a guy that is, you know, it's a godfather. It's, it's a godfather of that. But then you have uh, Placencia, Nestor, which <laughs> Nestor was just texting me now and I said, you know, 
take it easy. He just sent me a text. Hey, have a great weekend and things like that. I said, well, I'm still, I'm still working. I'm, I'm doing this show. And I said, like, oh, you know, take it easy, man. Relax. And uh, so Nestor, Nestor Senior Placencia, his son. Uh, but then you have people like AJ Fernandez, which is from the, what I call the new generation, right? Which uh, we together we have done. Uh, amazing, amazing thing. But Olivita, Oliva's uh, father, Jose's uh, father, uh, Olivita was an amazing guy on the cigar industry. So I, the, there's so many. But then you have like uh, people like like Lito Gomez, which is doing an amazing, amazing job. And obviously, my good friend and partner Jose Blanco, which is uh, you know he doesn't like the attention too much, but he's he's he's, uh, he's, uh, he's an amazing guy as well. There are a lot of them, and I, obviously you mentioned now as well an incredible guy as well you know what's crazy um rafael is what, 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 you know back in the day you know you had obviously like cuban cigars were were, were the thing that everybody wanted and and then for a, there was a there was a time that dominican tobacco sort of was the king and and sort of like uh right now obviously nicaragua sort of seems to be the center of the cigar universe and then you've got some amazing stuff coming out of Honduras. We sort of live in a really great time for premium cigars. There is great tobacco coming out of Costa Rica, Honduras, Brazil. Uh, obviously, I've already mentioned the DR and Nicaragua, even the United States, obviously, with, uh, with Broadleaf. Like, it seems like this is a fantastic time to be alive if you are a cigar fanatic. No, no question about it. This is the best time because we have become better. The industry as a whole has become better in the innovation, the new flavors, new aroma, new origins. You know, you talk about all these origins, but I, we're coming up very soon that we'll be announcing that with a, a, a Mexican a Mexican blend. And uh, Mexico was an amazing. Yeah. And, you know, we all, we all love San Andres and our company um, was the one that named that tobacco, by the way, just a little history, that tobacco named San Andres because it came from there. Obviously, it was a marketing way, and look how it's taken. The number one, one of the, well, no, no, the number one size in United States, Toro, is not from the Cuban Vitolario. It's not a Vitola from Cuba. It was not like Robusto or Churchill things. It's Toro, and Toro came from Te Amo, a Mexican uh, brand as well. So there's a lot of history, but also there's a lot of innovation, a lot of flavors. Look, guys, Ecuador. We all, yeah. you know, we all have smoked the Ecuadorian Connecticut, obviously, Ecuadorian Habano, Ecuadorian Sumatra, uh, the, David Perez, and, uh, and, and some of the guys are doing an amazing job there as well. So, yeah, yeah, this is no doubt that this is the best time for cigar smoking, absolutely. Yeah, you know what's crazy, uh, Rafael, just to, to piggyback on what you're saying is, you know, in the 90s, we had the boom, and and everybody was you know, trying to pump out cigars as fast as they could, and obviously, uh, Ernesto kind of was the king there, you know, and, um, but then then the quality went down because of the, uh, it was just so much demand, and, 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 and then eventually the boom died out. It feels like we're in a boom now, but it's almost like a different boom it's like a boom of, of quality. Like uh, so many guys, like you know, Skip Martin with Roma Craft, Erica Spinoza. Like you have these brands that um, th they're not just pumping out cigars; they're pumping out really, really good quality cigars. It's like a different kind of boom. Absolutely, and that's you know that's why the industry is so uh, such an interesting because 
as an industry. By the way, I'm an historian. I love. The other day, I had a cigar with uh, Benji Menendez. You know, their family-owned yeah. shopman uh, factory made the Monte Cristo. He tried my 1935. We did a panel together uh, about Monte Cristo. He was talking about the old Monte Cristo, and I was talking about where I'm taking the brand, or where our company is taking the brand. Um, so yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of history, but some of the new people and the industry as a whole. We nutrient we we get we get that uh, that energy from the new people right so like Eric you mentioned and 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 uh, Skip Saka uh, they, Nick Malillo oh Saka Nick what are doing amazing things in in uh, Connecticut as well and his brand foundation we we get energy from those people and it helps everybody it helps everybody well wow, that's that's well said uh, all right folks. Uh, uh, Rafael, we had a contest this week on Wednesday. It was called Way Back Wednesday, and we asked folks to post uh, pictures of themselves from uh, when they were younger. <laughs> yeah, wow. Uh, and a surprising amount of sperm posts. Yeah, there was a surprising you, you amount really of sperm posts. Was it but, really that surprising? Yeah, no, no, it wasn't, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we, have, we had a, a hundreds of entries, and I've narrowed them down, um, Rafael, to seven. And uh, Jordan okay. is going to show you the seven. And as we go, maybe take a mental note of the ones that you, you like the most. And at the end, um, try to pick one that is the winner. And they will win the prize of 11 really delicious cigars from my own humidor that they will get. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It was way back Wednesday. The first entry comes from... The Nads. Now check out check out his uh, braces that he's got on there. He was like, "When I had to fight once a day in school, that's a that's a rough that's one." Intense. You you got to go to school like that, Raphael. That's that's tough. Well, I've been there. I went to Washington High in New York City. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there. <laughs> that's a great entry. Thank you, Nads. Uh, this one is from Tanner Cole. Check this out. He I can't read that, Jordan. It's too small. Maybe you can. Bad hair ideas continued into my teens when I used to be good at skating, and I had a great idea to rock a multicolored mohawk that was blue and purple. Only problem is it looked like I had a bad bleach job afterwards. It looks like Tanner's about ready to do a sweet ollie to grind on that uh, on that grinding pole there. Good job, Tanner. I love that picture. That is the coolest picture. Very well done. All right, next one. Jordan, you have to read these because I Michael there's way Zekovic, too Michael Zekovic, Vacation as a Kid. That's, uh, yes, that's me. Uh, the brown shirt, plaid pants. What was my mom thinking? Look at all those plaid pants, Raphael. <laughs> Ra Raphael, did you ever have to rock plaid pants? No, I came I came in 1980, so we were we, right. we were done with that. Although I live in Miami, so I've seen that in Miami Beach now. But that's another story. <laughs> that's a great shot. All right, next one John comes Connors. from John Connors. Trying to be rad in the eighties. Look at what! Look at that trick he's doing. I don't Jeez. know if he's a, he's about to crash. Is or... that possible? I, I, I <laughs> the bike is like a, like that toy bike that Homer Simpson has to ride in the, that one episode with the mob. I don't know, man. That one, that was. <laughs> if there was like a picture, like two seconds later, I feel like it would be a crash. But good job, John Connors. Thank you for that. All right, next one. Gut pile. Gut pile. My sister, myself, with my, my dad and mom around 1965. All right, I, I picked this one uh, specifically, Raphael, as a finalist because 1965, this is the prototypical 1965 pick. This you is, picked that because that's your birth year. This is the year I was born. <laughs> but look at look at that. There's, look at the cars in the background. The, the cars. The two cars. Yes. Yeah. 
Is that trunk? This is open like an advertising. Yeah, the, the trunk is open. I can't. I can't totally. Is this Oldsmobile on the left? Maybe I can't quite tell. But Mom's got like a Mary Tyler Moore. Uh, Plymouth. That, I think it looks like a Plymouth. A Plymouth one. This but uh, I have to tell you that pick. that's an advertising. That's an advertising of the 1960s uh, uh, series, right? right? So you know. Yeah. Nice pick. All right, this one comes from Forest Vess. Slaughtering turkeys with my dad. <laughs> there we go. Yeah! Slaughtering turkeys with my dad. This, like, what better childhood memory can you possibly have <laughs> than slaughtering turkeys with your dad? This is an absolutely phenomenal picture. He's like, he's like three years old. He's just like chopping turkeys' heads off. This is fantastic. All right, we got one more. Eric Koss. All right, look at this. Eric Koss. Putting in work at a young age. LOL. <laughs> he's got right on the right on the John there. He's he's doing his thing. <laughs> All right, Raphael, I'm gonna we're gonna go through them real quick for you, and then I'm gonna have you pick one of these as a winner. So let's right. start at the top. Jordan, we had, we had let's the go back to Nash. Let's go back to Nash. That's yeah. that's a that's a very that's an right. amazing picture. We got the braces. We got the skateboarding banner. We got the plaid pants. Michael. Oh, okay. there you go. We got the twin. That's that's it. That's it. Young Connor. That's an amazing picture. We've got the nineteen sixty five old school one by Gut Pile. Oh. That's and then we've one. got Forrest Vests with his turkey slaughtering. And then we got the final one, the uh, on the on the John <laughs> shot. Uh Raphael, out of those seven, which are, they're all amazing listen, entries, by the listen, way. Thank you. I, I... I started first when I saw, you know, uh, Nash with, a, with you know, what a brave guy to send that picture. So I said, definitely has to be Nash. <laughs> the Nash. Yeah, yeah. And then Michael, but I have to tell you, uh, uh, Forrest, or oh, with that turkey, with those turkey ones, I, I think that, for me, did it because, uh, wow, that is, uh, that is a great memory. Eh? That's uh, So I will go with... Forest. Although Eric was also as good as one, I will go with Forest and the and the turkey and the turkey. Uh, yeah, I, slaughtering. I, I will go with that slaughtering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations, that's, Forest. That's you, my pick. You are the way back Wednesday winner. Congratulations, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you to everybody who entered. That was a, a really fun contest. I. I looked through every single entry, Jordan, every single entry, and they were all amazing. I want to thank everybody. Uh, Raphael, we can't thank you enough for uh, taking the time on a Friday night to uh, join us on Smoke Light Live, my friend. No, thank you. Thank you. By the way, I should have participated in those things. I have been posting some pictures of the last few days. I did not know about your contest, so I apologize. But I have to say, I had a picture of Will Coop back in whether we're not sure whether it was 2008 and 2011. So and 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 Scott Weeks and some of the others, and I posted some picture with Nick Perdomo back in I think it was 2002. Things like that, amazing pictures. No, thank you for having me here, guys. Eric, what an amazing time! Thank you very much. I would have been sleeping now, and now I, you know, with you guys drinking, <laughs> talking about cigars. Amazing evening. No, I appreciate that, my friend. Hey, don't go away. I want to talk to you after the show for just a minute. Hey, folks, I gotta say just before we uh, we sign off, uh, I, we're gonna do another year with JR Cigars. I can't thank JR Cigar enough for sponsoring Smoking Alive. Jordan, how many years has JR Cigar? 
that's, oh, that's it's fun. been it's been six, six seven. seven years. JR Cigar has made this show uh, one of the best and most popular cigar shows on uh, on the internet, and we really do appreciate JR Cigars for all they do. They've signed up for another year, so it'll be another year with JR Cigars, and then this year, Jordan. Espinosa, the Espinosa boys are also on board, and uh, we're going to do some fun things with Espinosa this year, as they are the new sp sponsor also of uh, of Smoke Night Live. So we really, really do appreciate uh, JR Cigar and Espinosa. Those guys make this happen; they make the magic happen. Hey, Wednesday night, guys, we're going to be back with Flavoratus. We took a week off this week because of uh, Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest was so crazy. We needed a week off, but. Uh, uh, Robbie or Randy will tell you guys on Monday on Facebook what the pairing will be on Wednesday. We'll have a new uh, segment that's starting this coming Wednesday. That'll be a blast. Smoke Night Live a week from tonight. Jordan, guess what it's going to be? I don't know. Next week on Smoke Night Live, we are going to have the Candy Bar Bracket <laughs> Challenge. And guess we who, get some fatties? Guess who the guests are going to be, <laughs> Raphael? We're going to have Abe DeBabna. We're yep. going to have Steve wow. Saka. We're going to have Terrence Riley and our good friend, William Cigar Coop Cooper. Also, skinny guys, too. Yeah, yeah they are. We two are a skinny all... guy, two a skinny guy, two big guys. Yes, exactly. Boom. So next week on Smoke Out Live, it's going to be amazing. We're going to take 16 candy bar brands, and we're going to whittle it down to one champion on the show next week but as far as tonight goes guess what we're gonna be on dojoverse.com all night get your phone out go to dojoverse.com check into your favorite cigars hopefully some great cigars made by Raphael. do some aging room do some monte cristo do some h upman all oh, night yeah. long share what you're drinking share what you're smoking and do some hashtag now playing because we'd like to hear what you're listening to maybe some frank sinatra we want to know everything frank sinatra seems Ooh. to be the one tonight guys until next week remember Never, Never smoke, smoke alone. alone. We'll see you next week.